Hi, I'm Katie Gross, and I'm the founder of The Lash Artist Box in Macedonia, Ohio, and I'm today's guest announcer. You can find me on Instagram at Lash Artist Box. Cue the music! In an industry where most of us spend the majority of our time working alone in a room, this podcast was created so you can learn, be encouraged, and find a connection with other lash and beauty professionals. This is the Lashcast Podcast, and here's your host, Paul Lubers. Coming to you from the City Roses, this is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. We decided to kind of begin to evolve back into our old form of our show. We're still taking our Instagram lives and making them our podcast for now, but we're going to start mixing in some other stuff because, hey guys, people are beginning to get back to work. Life is beginning to at least sort of look normal. Just new uniforms, new costumes, right? So that's okay. We're excited that people are beginning to work, and today's episode is all about us talking to you guys and reading your stories on on live here on our podcast. We basically ask everyone kind of an impulse thing. Say, hey guys, share your stories with us. Let us know what's going on out there. What's it like on the front lines? Because half the country is still not working or it's going to be working soon. And we were scared. Some people were worried, like, is it going to be hard? Are clients coming back? So we got a bunch of tips, things to be looking for, things that will help make this transition work for you. But the good thing or the great thing really is that guys, it's not bad. People are streaming back into salons right now. They can't wait. They missed you. That's the biggest thing. That was the most exciting thing to see. And we're so excited to share these stories with you, encourage you, let you know that if you're not working right now and you're worried that you've just lost your business, you have not lost your business. In fact, guys, at least the people that I saw in these lists here, People have raised their prices, no problem. And a few of them that didn't or had discounted wish they didn't because the demand is high. So guys, this is all good news. We're so excited to share this with you. And hopefully this will energize you and get you a a little skip in your step so that when you get going again, you're going to see the same results. Now, real quickly, we're going back to using our openings that we had before where we had our guest announcers like Katie Gross today. Shout out to her. She's also one of the people who shared one of her stories. So she's being featured twice today in this episode. But that said, we want you guys to help us open up our shows. And the only way we can do that is by you recording your audio. You can just do it on your phone. You can do it with audio or you can do it with video and just send it and I'll cut the video out. Don't make it difficult. We just want you to read the script that's in the basically in our bio and the notes, our show notes. Read it, send it. We wanted to feature you guys, give you guys a shout out, get people to hopefully follow you too. And then, then secondly, guys, we need your stories. I want to cut, this was so exciting, guys, hearing all this good stuff. Now I want to hear from you, actually, your audio. I want to interview you guys. So if you have a good story about opening, we want to share that with our industry. So please email me at paul at lashcastpodcast.com. Share a little bit about your story, and then I'll reach out to you, get you on a Zoom call or Skype, and we'll interview you for like 10, 15 minutes. And we're going to cut a few of those together and feature that in one of our upcoming episodes. So hopefully that'll be also another way to encourage everyone everyone as we kind of begin to move again and try to see what's normal. And I just want to do everything in my power for you guys, let you know that 
we're all in this together, right? They keep saying that. And so I really want to live that. I want to practice that. And one of the best ways to do that is to have you guys share these stories with each other. So that's what's coming up. Otherwise, guys, this is a great episode. We were, we were so jazzed. We were so encouraged to do it. And unfortunately, we lost Instagram Live. It got deleted. But we saved the audio, and we have that here for you. So now if you jumping over from the Instagram Live and you're here to listen for the first time, thank you for joining us. We're excited to have you here, and we're excited to share some Stories from the front lines of the lash industry. Enjoy. Thank you guys for joining us. Excited to see everyone. Oh, it feels like it's are. been forever. Hey guys, it has been a while. It has. We were here Friday, but it was a real quickie. The Lash Room by Jamie. Welcome. Yes. The Lash And um, good Lash to see you guys. By Ash, Ash Fargo. is there. Hey so girl. good to see everyone, MD Lashes, as well as Ash. Um, they Ash both. Radio. I believe, did MD, did you send in your story? I don't know if you did. I think uh, we DM'd each other, but I don't know if you sent in a story or not. We got a handful of stories, so we definitely have by far more good news than bad news. I'll just say that up front as a little teaser. I know that a lot of people are stressed. Par, par lash. How cute is that? Par, par and, lash. And those people, there are people who are worried about opening and they're worried about what's going to happen. Their client's going to leave, especially those of you who are thinking about following our advice and to raise your prices. And I know for some people that is a very scary idea, but I can assure you it's nowhere close to scary as it is in your head. You're making this a big thing that's not. I will show you. And I have evidence. Well, Flash we Post Radio Shelby just says, you're all right for not needing to discount. I no. can't wait to tap into that. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Shelby, are you guys opened? I'm assuming oh. you guys are uh, just left a comment on one of your posts. Y'all's post, yes, there we go. That Texas thing with uh, my experience. Um, yeah, I'll have to go look. I, I don't think I saw it yet, but I'm assuming you've been open then. So that's really cool. Yes, I was only thinking about raising prices. Ms. Green, 92. Yes. Yes, Ms. Green. Yes. High five. Do it. Do it. And here's the pig. Say hi yeah. to the pig. High five. All those of you who listen to podcasts, our pig is high right five. behind us. Paw. She doesn't do high fives, Give but that's it. We've, we've got her a new trick from her. Whatever. If we play the sounds of a siren on our phone, she howls. It's so cute. Literally. Uh, never howled Ooh. her whole life. Never, ever howled until one day a fire engine went by our house and she howled. And now we do it just for our entertainment for here at home. Yeah. Right. So, all right, guys, a lot to cover today because we really do have a lot of good news. And I want to share... The stories from the front line is what we'll call this. This will be something I think hopefully encouraging to a lot of you guys. Uh, someone else. Par um, Parlash. She said she took our advice and is raising their prices. Very yes, good. You'll there see. There we go. You'll see. It's not going to be that scary. Not going to be that bad. In fact, for all the stories here, I had one person um, say that they had a, like one client. So we'll get into that in the stories. But today we're going to talk about some stories from the front lines from you guys. And I want to open up the possibility of having some of you guys come on and be on our podcast next week. Uh, it won't be live like this because we can't record live. We need to do it as a Skype or Zoom call. But what we want to do is we want to get you guys to share your stories. And we want to do a bunch of people. So we're going to have pass the love around. So if you guys can come on, actually, what I want you to do is this. Those of you already who've emailed me, I might reach out to you and say, hey, I love your story. I'd love to interview you with some more. And it'll probably be a 10, 15 minute little quickie where we just kind of go over some same similar questions just to hear what's going on. Because we really want to let everyone know what's happening. We want to pass this 
news onto the masses because I think a lot of people, um, like half the country is still not working. When we've done uh, surveys a couple of times, we ask who's working and about half would say, not me, not me. I'm guessing a lot of our people are in California, West Coast or on the East Coast in New York and such. But for those of you everywhere in between, most of the places are opening up and people are having a chance to work again. And so you guys are experiencing firsthand what those of us who live in more, I guess, scary states uh, don't know yet. So I want to be able to share that. And I want to get you guys on the podcast. So if you could um, email me if you're interested in being on our podcast, and this isn't just our Instagram crowd, this is anyone listening right now to this podcast or on YouTube or anything, go ahead and just email me. I can't talk all of a sudden. Paul at lashcastpodcast.com or DM me, but uh, you know, actually email me because I want a little bit more. Give me a little bit of the flavor of what's going on in your business. What's happened? What steps you've done? Did, have you had issues, um, struggles, pains, all that? We want to hear the good, the bad. I'm not here just to paint lies and just tell you guys things that we want to hear. I want to actually tell you the truth. I want to tell you what is going on first accounts, uh, not just me and my own anecdotal like stories of what I think it'll be like. All right. So that's what we want from you guys. Please email me this week and we will set up a time to do a quick little call and interview and get you on the podcast. That'll be really cool. Um, so I did something special today. What was that Tuss? You did something special? Yeah, I did something special today. He got his lashes done. Yeah, I got my lashes and his done. his brows done. Yeah, I have brows again. They were disappearing. I know. And now I have brows and I have lashes and I feel so, so in touch do, with myself. Do you feel uh, full of life? I do. I feel, do feel wasn't so renewed with the earth, one with the universe. Do you feel like everyone's like looking at you, looking at that Yeah, every, every girl is hitting on me. I can just say that Tuss <laughs> is so jealous. I mean... It's hard. By the way, just as a benefit, guys, just as a preview of why lashes are so important, guess what? We're all going to be covering our face like this. We're all going to be walking around for the next six months, a year with a mask on. Guess what they're going to be looking at? Your lashes. Never before have lashes been so important. It's going to be like the one thing that you can bat your eyes at and get men's attention with. So, uh, And that's just what you want, right? Yeah, that's just what I'm looking for, the guys. Just looking for some guys to make you jealous. <laughs> make you, uh, yeah, so anyhow, I will talk about that maybe another time. I, I did okay, right? I mean, I wasn't horrible. Uh, I wasn't the best client. I didn't complain. I just once in a while no, would go, did. Huh. I would like move. He's like, what? What are you doing? It feels like you're poking my eye out. What are you doing? Like, I'm doing your skin lashes. She you goes, know? Yeah. She goes, Yeah, your lashes. I have very deep set eyes, I guess. Never knew that. So she goes, Yeah, yeah. you have deep set eyes, and then it's hard to get those inner corners. Yeah, because you know, he's like the kind that's like blinking, like every time you I'm like go to. to like he's like, you know, and I'm you just wanna like to. He's like, oh, it's so bright. The light is no, so bright. No, I didn't say that. Oh, yes, no, oh, did yes you did. Yes, you did. You're uh, like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. I in did the have middle to go to the of bathroom. it. I know. I, did. I know. I mean, come on. Right. Hey, I got prostate cancer, okay? Oh, so nice. go, yeah, I got medical reasons right, why fine. I can't go more an, an hour away from any bathroom in the world. It's quite, right. quite the honor. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I got my lashes. It was good. We did it for Lasha Man. We're going to take pictures after Lasha this. Man. Lasha Man. There's a bunch of people Jamie, Kim, uh, Julia, man, all these people. So, all these, here's um, the thing I had to promise I, I wasn't going to make him look feminine. So, so no girl lashes on, on this yeah. guy here. I still look like a guy. You still look like a guy. You could just say this is just a little bit more definition there. You're not so squinty. Yes. 
Yeah. I, so. I, my eyes almost have disappeared. I mean, my, my, our daughter, she was at school. I think I've shared this once, but her friends were all Asian. And so she was at school and she said, she's actually, to us, if you don't know, she's half Chinese. And they were like, um, they saw oh, yeah. me drop her off and they go, cause she always told her friends, I, I'm a quarter Chinese. And they go, no, you're not. You're not quarter Chinese. Then they saw me and went, oh, your, oh, dad your dad's is Chinese. Chinese. <laughs> I see the Chinese in him. Oh my gosh, so embarrassing. I am not Chinese. All right, so so let's get into a a thing. The big picture, as I read these, and I only got these because we did my last afternoon, so I only had like a half hour to read through the stories. Um, But I basically read through the stories and saw some, you know, trends or things that are common, I think, amongst everyone. And so uh, one person, you want to read the question? Uh, Beauty by Anne says, can you talk about how how to follow up on clients, even if you send out emails, letting them know that you're open? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say this, and this is, if you get our book, you'll see it too. We really tell you, you need to call your clients. The book is free? The book is free, by the way. One person, I felt so bad. Someone felt like I did a bait and switch. And they said, uh, I see you said free, and they went on, there was no free. Well, we we sold out of all the free options. I mean, they, they, you have to put a number in the store, so I put 500, and we gave away 500 books. And then she came on and then she actually paid uh, five bucks oh, to get it. I felt horrible. No. Refunded her money. She said I didn't need to do it, but I oh, didn't no. care because That's that terrible. is not our style. We are not bait and switch. And we did not do it for the money. Obviously, this was how we're going to pay If that us. happens, did you yeah. fix it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I fixed it. So now I put like a 1,500 versions. I mean, we're hoping to give over a thousand copies of these. And so far we're getting near 700. So we're getting near our goal. We hope in the next week to get rid of, uh, get rid or send out because it's really helpful. I mean, I've got a lot of feedback and we're really excited that we put it together and we're just trying to get to as many people as possible. So our hope is by next week, we'll okay, have a Okay. So thousand the question downloads. is how to follow up on clients. Yeah. Okay. So in the book, it says this, sorry, that was a total rabbit trail. Wasn't that you need to call them. Just saying email is not enough because everyone's just doing their own thing. People Sometimes uh, people aren't good with the email. I, for one, am one of those people. Um, I might send an email out and then a week later tra- check, you yeah. know, see if it went out, you know. So. No, Tuss, I actually get her emails so that I can tell, hey, you have an email you need to respond to. <laughs> so that said, a lot of people don't check their email. In fact, usually when we send out our email blast, now maybe you, I don't know if you're sending out through MailChimp. You can, if you have a mail service, you can actually see how many people click and open it. No one ever gets a 100% open rate. That, that's non-existent. I, I think, you know, if you get 20%, 30%, you're doing really well. We range between 30 and 40% depending on what the email is about. Now with our clients, yeah, I think it's more around 25, 30%. That's with the, the salon, with Tustin's clients. And then with um, our, our, I guess you could say, our new clientele, which is you guys on our podcast and so forth, we see about 30 to 40%, depending on the on the email heading and what's about and what we're trying to do. Because sometimes people can sense like, oh, this is junk mail I don't care about. So um, it says, someone said, you email and text them, but this calling them would be better. Yes, I think so. Because actually. one, it shows you really care. I think emailing, texting is the most passive way to communicate to people, but emailing or calling some specifically, one, you can just check in. I know it's going to take time. I get it. It's not a lot of fun to eat up a whole day just on the phone. You may, your voice may even be gone when you're done. But if you really want to get people back and want to show that concern and love for them, the phone call is what is most needed. It's the actual connections that hearing your voice. Yeah. And now a lot of clients, we know this because when we had our salon, we'd call people all the time. They don't want to pick up the phone. They just put you straight to voicemail. That's okay. Just leave a voicemail. Leave a message. Then text them. 
and say, hey, guy, you know, gal, Sally, Miss Jones, whatever, so excited. We're opening on this date. Want to get you in? Please get back to me. And then, even then I'd say, here are a couple times that you can uh, look at or consider coming in. And that way, just give them two options, this date or this date. Can't wait to see you. Now, we, if you look at, read our book also, we suggest that you should really tell them your protocols, like what safety measures you've done, because so, some people are going to be hesitant. So you need to put the protocols in there and say, hey, by the way, we, you don't have to put every detail, but say, hey, we're going to be have hand sanitizer, we'll be wearing masks, we'll be doing all these little things to make sure that your stay is safer. Don't tell them it's safe, because you can't guarantee that, but you can say it's safer. So, Anne, make sure you download that free um, reopening book. Yeah, if it's you haven't got, got all it, that stuff it, it really it. tells you what you need to do. Then I would also tell them what they need the protocol is when they arrive. Like, do they need to wait in their car? A lot of, some states are requiring you to wait in your car. I think that's a great idea. You don't want people crossing paths in the salon. So you want to have them wait in the car. Do they, when they come in, do they need to wash their hands? Do they need to do, what do they need to do? Oh, great. She good, just good. did. Awesome. Okay. I think I saw your, you post up on her. <laughs> Our phone saying, someone just downloaded the book. Glad it was you. Uh, so hopefully get through that. That's going to really walk you through a lot of steps. It even has checklists on the back four pages that kind of tells you these are all the things you should be looking at or considering. I would not say that this Sissy is the say-all, done-all, everything you could ever think of book. It's just a lot of good ideas for you to consider. And it's by no means the one that is uh, ideal for your location. What you need to do is also check with your local state, your county, the CDC, and the health board or board of cosmetology in your region. You want to make sure you're following the policies that are best laid out. You don't want to just assume what we say is the truth because it's not. It's, it's just these are ideas for you to wrestle with and, and all that. So hopefully that helps you out with rebooking. I, I, I've so far, by the way, everyone that I saw said rebooking has been, been easy. I mean, people are dying to get in. Do we have I know, some stories? Yeah. So let, we're going to get into some big picture stuff. By the way, something I noticed because I was trying to, um, just a little another free tip for you guys. If you have an Instagram page, which I think most of you do since you're watching us on Instagram right now, or YouTube, if you're not, don't worry about it. Go get Instagram. Uh, you need to put your name. If you're a solo artist, now if you're a salon, it's different. You're not going to put the name. Maybe the, the owner of the salon, you can put the name. But if you are definitely a solo artist, I should be able to go to your Instagram page and see your name. I don't have to look for it. I don't have to guess. I don't have to wonder who you are. Guests want to connect with you. If they see your company and they don't know who's running it, it's just one more obstacle you have to get them to figure out because they'll call you and they'd rather just say, hey, can I book with Jennifer? You know, they don't want to call and go, can I book with whoever the owner of this company is? That's not helpful. So Make sure your name's on there. Yeah, I just saw that when I was looking at some of your guys' pages trying to uh, figure out who's who and all that. And I was like, uh, gosh, guys, one of you didn't have a name. I'm not going to say who. All right, um... Another thing, oh, oh, a couple things too. One person, I oh shoot, I didn't write it down on here. Oh, you're, if you're listening or watching, I'm so sorry. I should give you credit. I'll do it in the next episode. Someone uh, DM'd me saying they had found a problem um, with lashing with masks that she was struggling. Oh yeah, and it was a good um, good observation. Something that we did not think about, and something I wish I was in their book now to at least give people a heads up. So we'll put it out here. So if you're watching or listening, they'll help you. If you're not lashing yet, well, the mask is great because right, it helps to keep them from getting their germs out there. It's going to help conceal germs. Getting their germs gonna, on you. Not going to keep germs from getting in because masks don't stop germs from going in, but it's going to stop from germs from going out. But what she realized as soon as she, the person laid down, the air was coming up the up so by the, the nose. So the mask is here. Yeah. The spots where it was open on the mask was shooting air as the people were breathing. You know how when people fall asleep and they go, Poof, yeah, Poof, and it totally smells terrible. Well, anyway, it's the same kind of thing. The yes. air is coming up from the mouth and 
like like two tubes of air like this. Yes. So it was messing with the humidity. Ash says the same thing. So what this person did is she actually took paper tape and just taped down the top of the mask. And that pushed the air to go down We're on the side. Like MacGyver's, right? We always yeah. have to like just stick trying it in place, to make figure it, work. it out, figure it out. So there you go. That's a little tip from, and I feel horrible because I don't remember who it was. I wrote it here, but so in another note on another um, thing. So I will give you a shout out at another time. But that's one thing that you guys need to be aware of. Another big thing I noticed in the in the emails and posts and all that is people were talking about being sore. They were saying that they were basically being really. Uh, that you know, because you're working three, two, three hours doing these new sets, and you're doing two, three a day. In fact, almost everyone was saying, "I'm doing just two or three clients a day. I'm not doing a bunch more than that. I'm just doing a two or three, which makes sense. You need to pace yourself. You know, if you're working, you can't do 10, 12 hour days for weeks. And you can all that. try, and this is the mistake that I've done at, at, at times before. Like, oh, I can totally do this. I can work. Like, I can take six people a day, and I can work twelve hours, yeah. and I can just like. You know, inhale my lunch in like two seconds. And work weekends and... You can do it for so long and then your body says no. And then your body will catch up. And especially if you've been off for two months, your body's going to be a little sore. It's like working out. You haven't worked out in a year and you start running. The next day you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I got to buy a truck. And Just pace yourself. So you may want to even ramp up a little bit. Like the first day, I know for us, we're already planning to bring in our daughter maybe me again, and another friend of Tusney's to come in and get the lashes a day or two before just to get her in the heat of it, to get warmed up like a marathon runner just stretching and kind of getting it going, just one client a day for or like three days. Or a fighter days. beginning to just warm up and practice yeah. again. If you have been out of training for a while, you can be a little rusty, Yeah, because right? Tusney used to be a fighter, but you guys didn't know that. Oh, I was not a fighter. Okay, <laughs> she was not a fighter. <laughs> So once I used to be a flight attendant, though, and one of my fellow crew uh, at the very end of the um, uh, flight got on the head uh, PA system and was like, oh, I just want to give a shout out to Tessany, our head, our head flight attendant. She's been she's been singled out to sing the national anthem at the next um, football game. And everyone's like, yeah, congratulations. I'm like, oh, it's total lie. It's totally <laughs> don't hear me sing. <laughs> Just another false fact. All right. Anyhow, so fake news. How about that? Uh, so anyhow, so that's one thing you want to do. Tess is going to do that before we open up. We'll have a few clients, in, basically fa- friends and family and me, and get her warmed up so that when she does hit the floor running, and she will probably, our, our, our new sets are long. I mean, Tessie takes three hours to do new sets, not because she can do it faster. We just have very different techniques. So because that her appointments are three hours, so that means she'll be probably doing two to three a day. That's it. Always talk for half an hour, and then you have two and a half hours to work. So. Yeah. So, and and we also you have to remember you have to give space between things. So you don't just put clients back to back to back because then you're going to have people walk into each other. And most states are really requiring you not to do that. By the way, a little clarification. I've seen this from a couple of states that put this out there saying, "Oh, you need to work at fifty percent um, capacity, or you would need to work at twenty five percent capacity." Just a clarification. If you're a solo artist, doesn't mean you need to take half the clients that you take. They're talking about a salon. They're talking about a place where you have like 12 People chairs. in the salon at the same six time. Six chairs can only be used in that salon. They're not saying if you're a single operator. If you're a single practitioner, no. it doesn't really doesn't pertain matter to you because, because you don't have more than one person in, in your room. Yeah, they're trying to keep you from having too many people in a small space. Think about it like grocery stores. They have to work at like 50% capacity too now because they can't have everyone all crowded together. They don't want the same thing in salon. So when you see that, don't think like, well, I usually see four clients, so I guess I'll see two now. 
now you can see four clients. Just make sure they're spaced apart and that you're not basically bumping into each other. Beauty okay. Creator. Uh, Beauty creator says, Hey, beautiful people. Oh, thank you. <gasps> you must be talking about her because oh, can't be this. Sweet. This no, is not it's beauty. Lashes. Yeah, that's right. It's my new lashes. I got in case again, if you're joining late, I got my lashes done today by Tuss. They're boy lashes. Shout out. So they're not like girl lashes. Yeah. You can't, they, yeah, I can see them, but I'm sure you guys are looking at it. I don't really see much. Well, they're not supposed to look like girl lashes. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, anyhow, so that's another thing I saw. But some people were talking about, oh my gosh, I'm so sore. Another thing, too, I saw overall, people were talking about pretty much not a problem booking clients, not even even a little bit. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a stray client here or there that's a little difficult. And they say that some people are saying there's a few clients that don't want to come in. One person said they have nurses who are working with, you know, with COVID patients and they're, they don't want to come in right now, which totally makes sense. So by far out of the, all the piles, like 10 or so people that, that submitted their stuff, no one said they're not seeing any clients like clients don't want in They're They're just saying, stay away. And by the way, none of them are really even saying they want severe discounts. Again, um, one, some are, some are offering discounts. And of course, the clients love that. Who's never going to turn down a Who's discount? Who's going to turn down a discount? Yeah, no I one's going to complain about that. They're going to be like, ah, oh, discount, thank you. But think about it. Everyone's not having a problem with, with, with booking. The demand is there, guys. If Why? the demand is there, you don't, need to, you don't need to discount. No. I mean, if you have crickets and nobody's like following up even after you've called them, that might be a time to, to yes. say, I, I need to renegotiate things or look at things differently. But if you've got a demand right from the get-go... Be confident. Yeah, just take assurance that when there's high demand, no one, no one discounts their prices when they're in high demand. In any industry, when you have high demand, you just keep jacking up the rates more and more and more because you've built a good product, a good service, a good brand, a good good name for yourself. So you don't have to discount. And that's the one consistent thing I saw is that high demand, everyone's like going, yeah, clients can't wait to get in or they're booking like crazy. I can't pull it. There's not, you know, no issues with that. Even with the ones who raise their prices, no issues rebooking clients. Now, uh, Ann asks again, is it bad to have a package deal? Now, we used to have um, package deals. They were, uh, we called them series. Um, and it was basically what we did was we gave, you would pay for um, uh, basically like 10. Uh, six or 12. Six or 12 uh, appointments. And then you would get uh, some free. Five or- to 10% discount, depending on. How much? Actually, it started out as like ten to twenty percent, and over the years we got it down to where it was only five percent and seven percent. Now, in the beginning, we loved package deals because you got the cash up front. Yeah. But it requires a certain kind of discipline to make sure you don't get in a rut with it. Yeah. Because you have to put that money aside. You should really put it in a separate bank account because it belongs to the client. And when the client comes in, you then and redeems it, then you take the money out. So that way you never get into a, a problem where you're relying on um, the money all at once and um, you don't have a means to uh, take care of yourself if you... Can you explain what I'm trying to say? <laughs> you love- <laughs> But the basic idea of this, guys, is when you're doing a series, that's not your money yet. It's only your money when they redeem it. The problem is you're discounting it. Again, you know us. We're not really big on discounting. We've done that game. We did the discount. But the problem is, is that after a while, you're not making money on it, and you're still just as booked. And the problem is, if you're fully booked, like Tessa's fully booked right now. I mean, not right the second, but when we're before we're booked. We stopped doing series last year because there's no point. Why am I giving people... 
discounts discount. when Tusney is booked out four months at a time. And we stop people booking. We'd say, no, we don't book more than four months. Otherwise, we'd have clients that would book through the whole year. So there's no point in discounting because the demand is there. Discounts are really incentives to draw in clients or the reward long-term clients so they feel like they are cared for. But if you're giving them so much value and you're giving them great service, you're giving them what they're paying for. I mean, very rarely, you don't want to be like a company like JCPenney, which basically was a discount company, tried to be a value company, lost all their money, and then went back and became a discount company. You want to graduate and grow and become a non-discount company. You want to be Apple. You want to be a high-priced luxury service. You want to be Hermes. You want to be uh, Gucci. You know, they don't think about discounts of those companies. They just do. They just exist. And people don't complain. No one wonders why they cost so much. Well, I do. No, we actually, we sign up, stand in lines to be treated like dirt at their boutiques. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. be like, oh, please, can I please can buy I a handbag? Can I come in and have a, buy a bag for $10,000? Because it's a status symbol. Right, right. And lashes, by the way, guys, is a status symbol. Another one. And in case you didn't know, Starbucks is a status symbol. Walking in a room with a cup of coffee that says Starbucks on it says, I can waste money uh, like six, seven, eight, nine dollars on a liquid drink. I'm that rich. That's all it says. It's a status symbol. And the same thing with lashes. When you can afford, now, of course, there are clients out there want the cheap lashes. Yes, guys, but I know you don't want those clients because they don't really pay well and they cancel and they no-show and they complain and all that. You're trying to build a different kind of following, one that appreciates greatness and appreciates you. So you just got to price it and not be afraid of the discount. Um, there were times when we would offer a package deal when we knew that we were going to be raising prices. And so yeah. those people, we, we, we would say... We're, we're raising a, a nominal price increase to $10 next month. Yeah. Um, if anyone said, Wah, we'd be like, well, if you'd like, you can purchase um, a series at the price that you're paying now and lock in for a year. So yeah. you got the benefit of getting all that money up front and they get the benefit of the discount. And right? then by the time they come back, the, by the time they get done, they're they're fine. They're, they're used to what you're doing and they're not going to leave. We I, I've told people, you guys, a bunch of times, over two years, we raised our prices four times, doubled our rates during that time, and we lost a handful of clients. A handful. That's it. And the same thing's true for what I've been hearing these stories. So the series is great, but I, I, if you're busy, then don't give discounts. If you're already busy, don't do it. If you're trying to build loyalty and you're, like, you're just kind of like, well, I'm building, I'm like you know, you half full. You could do full. it for a few people. If you don't do it properly where yeah. you've put it in a separate uh, account, what happens is you spend that money and then – when that client yeah. wants to book, you feel a little bit like, oh, I don't yeah. want to do this because you feel in your mind it's for free because you don't have the money. So to make sure that you don't get into that mindset where, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would offer to everyone or no one, uh, basically. But again, not push it hard. And I wouldn't, I, I discount 5%, 7%, not yeah, like just a very little bit. Because truth is, unless, and you need to know what your cost per hour is. Again, this is where we went back a couple episodes. We talked about your cost per hour. If you know what your cost per hour is, let's say it's 60 bucks an hour, and let's say you're charging 70 bucks an hour for your service, and then you discount it, and you're only charging 55 an hour, let's say, to do a series. Well, now you're losing money every time a client comes in for an appointment. That's stupid. You can't run a business go backwards. You've got to know your numbers. You so. have to know your numbers. We have a podcast, I believe it was 86. 
Is it 80s? No, it's no, we're not in the eighties yet. But oh. sixty eight to sixty nine. It's actually yeah. in the book we were we've referenced which yeah. podcast it is. it is. So yeah. Anne, you should take a look at that. Yeah, we go over pricing and how you should go about figuring out what your costs are and what you should charge per hour. And that's also it's a formula. That, and that's where you can figure out how to discount. Once you know what your cost per hour is and what you're charging per hour, then you can say, Well, well, I'm my cost per hour is fifty bucks. I charge seventy five an hour. Guess what, guys? You're making twenty five dollars more a profit, and that means you're paying yourself before. You don't take you don't pay yourself out of the profits. Your pro, your salary needs to be part of your cost. And so when you're done, you just go through. Well, I got twenty five dollars extra. Well, yeah, sure. You, if you really feel like you're hurting or you don't have enough clients or you're trying to incentivize people to book out more, go ahead, sell a series, discount a little bit because you have enough play in your pay or in your in what you're in, what you say you're charging. So just that. All right, let's get into some of the things here, guys. Uh, I want to share some of these stories. Huh? Do you want me to read it? Well, I'm just going to do highlights. I'm going to read the whole thing because it, it'll just be me reading stories. Um, first one comes from Cream Cream de Lash. La Lash. Creme, Creme de la Lash. Creme Can de I la Lash. It? And uh, she basically come, came in and said that she got her book, which is, thank you, very cool. And she basically went on and said that she raised her prices from 125 to 150 for a full set, 200 to 250 for a volume, and she her fills went by $10. And, and basically she says she should have gone higher. <laughs> He realizes now, like, that wasn't enough. People um, were not freaked out by that at all. And she said on June 1st, she's opening, so she's now beginning the book. And people, she says, are she's almost fully booked for the next month, and she's completely busy. Like, next month is already done. She June says, is done. Uh, June 1st, opened my books last night, and my clients booked with no hesitation on yeah. the price increased. Yeah. Almost booked and busy for my first month back, all in caps. Yes. Thank you for all the knowledge and business So insight. that was very cool. Crystal wrote us um, a little something here. She basically said that, um, let me see. Which Crystal? I don't know. Just Crystal Stith. Okay. So um, she basically says she's been open since May 1st, and it seems as if she hasn't skipped skip the a beat. beat. Like people, she opened up and people just booked, and she came in. Everything was going great. She had quite a few referrals, she said, and new, and clients. new clients. That's another common theme I've been seeing. A lot of people talking about, oh, I'm getting new clients. By the way, they're probably getting new clients because one, someone, a lot of these people want to treat themselves. When things are bad, you want, you want to treat, treat yourself. yourself. Holy crap. Oh, I've had, kidding. we went to McDonald's for ice cream last night. <laughs> Holy crap! We the car. We're, like, uh, we're going. We deserve this treat. And of course, when I got there, my favorite thing—the strawberry sundae. We don't sell strawberry sundaes right now during the COVID crisis. I'm like, what? and he's like that guy, like Karen. Like, can I speak with the man? No, I didn't. I said, why? Are you afraid that it's going to spread the virus more? Uh, I mean, I was joking. Like, Dad, shut and up! Our kids hated me, so we're they like, got they there. Don't, it's not his fault. <laughs> anyway, he was one of those guys. I was joking though. I wasn't serious. Okay. I just thought it was odd that they weren't selling. They have an ice cream machine. And I, was, I almost thought, like, here, here's a dollar. Go. Go fill up a cup with ice cream in it and give it to me. All right, let's keep all right, reading these. So, all right, so she went on and said that, um, let me see here. I've had a lot of referrals. Um, okay, clients are receptive to the new norms of life. So they, you know, some people are concerned with the mask and all these new things and hoops are going to have to jump through that's going to freak them out. So clients have been fine. But she did have one client that did say, Compare, complain, complain. Complain. One. One, guys, I know some of you probably are wondering, oh, man, a bunch of my clients are going to hate the mask. I hate all these things. They're going to wash your hands, do all this stuff. They're, in fact. Okay, so here's my here's my advice when somebody is like, oh, I don't want to wear a mask. The first thing you do is say, you cough oh, on oh no, no, I completely understand. <laughs> I completely understand. We'll just have to reschedule your appointment, yeah. to, you know, or when, when, when it's open. When and it's then open. you change gears. 
not losing a yeah. beat, beat of that sweetness that you have. I completely understand. No worries. And you, you just turn off the light. You start moving in a different direction and then see if she changes. If she changes in that moment, you know, kind of give her a way out if you yeah. want. But if not, don't lose a, don't lose a, well, know. hopefully they're not on your bed when you realize that. <laughs> hopefully when they come to the door and they're not wearing a mask, that's where you have that conversation. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. You sit there let's and go, say, hey, oh, let's, um, let's get your mask on you. And it's, oh, no, I don't want to wear a mask. Oh, Again, I understand. I get it. I understand. I understand. Okay. You know what? Right now, unfortunately, I can't service you. And because of that, what we'll do is we we'll schedule you. I'll call you, you when, when, it, yeah, when it's open again. When the state allows or when I feel and like it's And you're gently safe. moving. You're standing up. You're gently moving her towards the door. She'll get the. She'll get it. Most and, of the time, when you do that in that sweet way, most yeah. of the times people are Oh, oh no, it's no, no. okay. I want my lashes. It's okay. I want my lashes. And like, okay. Yeah. They just want to push you around, just like they do with pricing, discounts, everything else. They want to push you around and control you, and you're the boss, it's right? It's just like when they sit down onto, on, onto the table and you turn the light on, and they're like, oh my gosh, it's too light. I can't see. And you turn it off uh, and you say, okay, I'm sorry. We can't go any further. <laughs> so her advice was people need to stick to their policies, enforce them, and don't bend to what you allow or don't allow. Yeah. She Thank was you, reading Crystal. my mind. All right, All next right. one is Rebecca Jones. She wrote quite a bit. She was allowed to reopen on Monday, She's so this South week. She's in South Carolina. And she says, I have a face shield. It was just too much for her, so she stopped wearing that. But the mask, she does say the mask gives her a dry throat by the end of the day, and it also makes her very hot. So she bought a small fan. Like a stroller fan? That she puts and puts it and blows it on her face to help keep her cool throughout the day. They also got a medical-grade air purifier that runs at all times. Just FYI, we always recommend the Rowinta, which yeah. is in the book that we gave away for free. But the Rowinta air filter, it's more expensive, but it is what OSHA recommends, and it does get rid of viruses. It does. It's amazing. Um, she said her salon has three stylists. They're all 10 feet apart, which is great. Most places say six, so they went the extra mile, which is good. Um, they're at max capacity. She did offer a 20% discount on full sets, but to be honest, I wish we hadn't done that. Yeah. Because the demand is there. When you have demand, there is no need to, need you don't need to, to. discount. Someone's asking, what's the name? What's the uh, name? The, the filter. Oh, the filter. Rowinta. R-O-W-E-N-T-A. And there's a link in the bio, or link, not in the bio, I'm sorry. There's a link in our, if you've got our book Reopening, in there. Reopening, the in there, all there's that in. information. Rowinta Air Filter. She also suggests that you drink lots of water, allow yourself to stand up and stretch because you do get sore. Like I said earlier, that's one of the more common things I've seen with everyone right now who's working is because you're working so many hours, you're, you're a little sore. You're like an Olympian who's been out of work for a while and you're oh, now getting back in there. I got so. a crick in my back. Yes. Yeah, so um, she says it took, it took me about five hours to rebook all her clients. She had 45 clients to rebook herself and only three decided to wait. She said she had one pregnant and two and that are nurses. nurses COVID, so that makes that sense. That have COVID patients. That makes sense. Now she did have one one client, a hairstylist, freak out on her. Okay, this is a good story. And this person said, I had one client that I had to fire. She actually fired a client. Good for you, by the way. Firing clients, we should talk about how to good fire you, clients because firing clients is important. Not oh, that we like doing it. No, we had a but, special ritual. Yeah, but we had a special ritual. ritual. We won't go through that. She was a client getting lashes with me for 10 years. Oh. She's a hairstylist and thought she and I thought she'd understand. But she was furious that I was requiring a full set instead of a fill-in after 10 weeks. <laughs> what? A, a fill after 10 weeks, she'd be unhappy. Day, you know? Yeah. Maybe she she told budget. me I charged too much 
even though we were offered 20% off and she told me that the virus doesn't exist. And she's not going to wear a mask. And she's not going to wear, wear a mask. I realize that everyone is going through something right now, so I offered her grace. Good for you, by the way, um, you, Rebecca, because it's easy to get these things taken personally and get angry. But grace, as we always say, respond in grace and kindness. A soft word turns away anger, There is right? a proverb that says it is to a man's glory to overlook an offense. And just, um, so basically she let her go. And that's, I think that's a good thing that she did that. And I think, you know, if you have clients like that, I've yet to see anyone say all their clients like this. Everything I've been reading is like one client, one client. Like there's one difficult client out of your mess that is going out of your mess, out of your clientele that's going to cause you problems. So don't, don't worry. I think we get in our heads and we start worrying a lot, start thinking it's all going to be bad. It's going to be horrible because we're nervous, we're anxious, and we project that onto our clients. And then we think they're thinking like we do. They're not. Here, I just want to read a little uh, uh, encouragement that Rebecca Jones um, has sent to all of you guys. Uh, she says, my advice to stylists going back is to take your time. Give extra cushion time in between. Clients will come back and the ones that don't will get replaced with new ones. You've built your business to where it is now. You can certainly do it again. Don't discount your services or yourself. Your time can't be replaced. Your services and time are valuable and worth a price that clients are willing to pay. She also said diamonds are made with pressure and time. You put a lot of time in quarantine, which I thought was very oh, cool. So yeah. one thing she, I didn't realize, and this is something you may want to look into, she did say that she would not get, she has to wear a mask. Everyone has to wear a mask, and you may want to call your insurance provider. Her liability insurance said if her clients won't wear a mask, they won't be covered if there's any issues. So that's actually something I had not thought about. So it's something for you to think about. That would take just a few minutes. Call your broker, call your insurance agent, say, hey, you know, I have a, I want to make sure that I'm covered for all situations in this thing. So you want to go back and review that. Just make sure that's something I should have put in the book about calling your insurance company. Just seeing what kind of parameters are going to put around you. So, all right, next. Hey, Ash, our friend from Fargo. She wrote her story and she also has wonderful news. She said, it took a pandemic to help me understand my business and no longer base it on fear. Good for you. Yeah. You grew. During a time of the year when a lot of people sat in their corner and just sucked on their thumb. And cried. You decided, and cried, in which we were there too. We cried. I, all, no shame. We all were there at some Sucking point. Sucking our thumbs. And, but some of us then progressed and moved on and grew from that. So good for you to see you do that. She says, yes, I was going to discount my full set, $75 coming back. I was going to offer deals on fills, getting them to book again, all based on fear, not, not wanting them not coming to, back. Yeah. Why? And by the way, guys, why do we think that? I mean, it, they, they were coming back before this. Why all of a sudden they're like, nah, I don't need lashes. Well, I, I don't think need it's to just look pretty. We are afraid. We're afraid like maybe they won't have the money, you know. The truth is, guys, that this sadly has mostly hit the, the, the lower class. If you guys follow it, you know that the people who are not working right now are service providers, restaurants, shops, stuff like that. It's not the blue collar, or it's not the not blue collar worker a little bit, but it's not the white collar worker. It's not doctors. It's not lawyers. It's not people working offices. They're all doing fine. They're doing fine because they can work at home. So most people who have means are the ones who go get lashes. Not a lot of people making $30,000 a year getting lashes. It's just not financially feasible for them. So truth is, by far, the majority of your clients have been fine. They're going to come back. Of course, there'll be some cases not like that, but the majority will. Um, so she went on and said that um, I wrote. Um, she raised her prices eighteen to twenty-five dollars. It was the scariest thing I've ever done in years. As, and, it's, that, and that was an understatement. It took close. Um, 
it took close people in my life and a podcast to really help me. Oh, there you go. So us and some of her friends obviously got behind this, which is cool. Anyhow, she wrote scripts so that she was ready for any um, reboofs, rebuttals, or any comments that people had, complaints. She knew exactly what she needed to say, and she had thought about that. And as a last community, 85% of her clients rebooked, 85%. And if you think she raised her prices, guys, 18 to 25, she's probably making more money per hour now in, in total and working a little less. Isn't that nice? Give yourself a raise, work a little less, and make at least the same amount of money and maybe a little bit more. So that, I think that's awesome. There have been a few waiting uh, based upon their loved ones' conditions. So yeah, there's some, some even though those 15% rebooked, some are just waiting for the right time. Maybe they're a little scared. Maybe they have things like they're nurses or maybe they're older and they don't feel it's right. You know, there's other reasons other than they just don't want to come in. Clients want to come in. My clients have been great with the modifications that are required to follow. They were actually, they, were, um, they are actually apprehensive and they're, and they're worried that they are not doing something right. So clients do need assurance. So when you do reach out and you share, hey guys, here's what you need to do. Here's the protocols we're going to do. This is what you need to do when you arrive. Um, you do need to assure them and comfort them because they're going to be scared. They've, they're not done this before. They watch the news, especially if they're a big news watcher, then they're petrified of what's going on. They think the world is ending and that the Antichrist is here and that the hell gates are opening up and that everyone's going to die. Okay. So if you watch news, that's kind of like the mindset you get a lot of times. It's all based on fear, right? So in this case, we really want to calm those fears, show them that you're in control and that you're doing things and the pig is digging on my back again. <laughs> okay. Actually, right. I just want to uh, answer. Black Roses, a beauty bar asked if I wear gloves when I lash and I haven't before, but I am planning on it when we return. Yeah. Yeah. It is a little bit difficult. I, I think, Tess, that's why you have in the past because it's not exactly um, well, easy, um, right? Well, I, I don't want you... Uh, I'm going to get a nitrile glove that has a micro touch that is a thinner um, glove. I want to make sure it's nitrile because anybody who has an latex allergy will be allergic to it. And I don't like the powder. So, but yes, I am planning on it. And once I um, get all that, I'll uh, share the brands and stuff that I like. Yep. Now here's two things, two more points from Ash. One is that she does says that she's definitely, um, it has been definitely been a shift in my body these few first few days back. And it's been extremely painful, which I think I've heard that almost from everyone. It's been very painful because you're working again. And after taking some time off, it's not easy. So definitely something that you guys want to ease your way in a little bit, warm up to it, right? Also, you know, lost stretches. You should do other things. Lash Happy has a great course oh, where she teaches should things. Oh, check out the Lash Happy course. Yeah. You'll make this thing called a Juicy Roll, which is your own private tool that you will not ever want to part with. It is absolutely wonderful. I love my yeah. Juicy Roll. It will help you feel better. Um, she also says she feels overwhelmed with new clients. So she actually has more clients than she needs. New people are calling her, contacting her. By the way, I've said this many times, market what you're doing, guys. If you're doing all these safety protocols, mark that. Be that in your Put messaging. Put it in your social media. Other yeah. salons aren't doing that. Put that yeah. on your website. Put it on your that website. Will be a mark of distinction. Let people know that you are going beyond the call of duty to take care of clients while other salons maybe aren't, and people will come and feel more comfortable coming to you than they will other places. She's even hiring, guys. We're in the middle of what's supposedly the worst economy of all time, and she's hiring someone to help her with her demand. And she's not the only one. Okay, and guys, Alexa, there's others. you are not the only one in paying, girl. <laughs> Join the so, club. Yeah, it was Ash, but... Um, uh, no, it was Alexa. Alexa. Oh, Alexa. Okay, Alexa. Alexa yeah. Alexa. Yeah, you're not the only one. Yeah, and also by someone, um, beauty creator asked, any courses coming to us? Any courses? Well, we have. I've been working really hard on a dem- demystifying the glue. Yeah. 
This talks about all the different properties of it, and lots of times people think that it um, attribute uh, different qualities to glue that really are there, and it affects like how we work and how we think and how we counsel our clients. So I'm going to be doing that very soon. Yeah, and we're going to be doing. Actually, our hope is, guys, to start doing one class a month on all sorts of things. So we're going to deal with glue. We're going to talk about lash retention. Tuss has a really unique bent on that for both volume as well as classic. And we're going to talk about pre-made volume, not pro-made. And we also are going to be doing classes on business stuff that we've been doing. We're going to take our Elevate class and take sections of it, tell you how to get clients without having to use Instagram. I know everyone talks about Instagram, but I can assure you, really, Instagram is not your number one tool to get clients. It's needed. You definitely need to do it, but it's not your number one tool. And so, especially if you have a team in a salon, you, you will not build a big business off of Instagram only. You need to have many things going. It's like anything. You have to have many plates spinning to grow your business. That said, so we're going to be offering courses like that in the coming months. And we're excited to move in this whole new direction to help you guys. We've been wanting to do this for a long time and it took a pandemic to get our butts in gear. <laughs> so our, her, our I'll just put it out there as a verbal thing. We're going to try to get our first one in June. Yeah. How about that? Okay. Very soon. All right. So next one. Uh, this, this is uh, from Katie, Katie Gross. Gross. Katie Gross also responded. And if you all know Katie Gross, you should go check her out at Lash, Lash Artist, Artist Box. Box. She was a sponsor at LashCon, and she's someone you should definitely – she gives you those she's monthly cool. – She's a kick. She's, she's really one of the funniest fun. people out there. Total, total Lash nerd like us, and we love her. And so you should follow her. And she basically she gave us her story that – Basically, they're practically throwing themselves at us. We feel like hookers because we walk out the end of the day with a wad of cash tips. I guess she's taking cash. <laughs> Someone in our area, by the way, she shared this. Someone in our area got $100, $50 service done and then wrote over their, their $1,200 stimulus check over at, the pig is attacking me. Basically, the person signed over their $1,200 um, stimulus, stimulus check and said, check. keep it. Like you, I don't like him, Trump, but you haven't been able to work and I have. So you deserve this. So she she said that was amazing. She didn't get that, but I guess someone in her team did. Hold on. I just want to say another thing she said, no discounts. Yeah, she did no, no discounts. Discount. Katie just kept the prices as they are. Hopefully, I would love to have heard, and we raised our prices, but that's okay. At least no discounting. That's the thing. You don't when the demand is high, guy, and people are stumbling in. And I guess when you feel like a whore or a hooker, <laughs> um, walking out with all those cash in your pockets, that's a good sign, if guys. If you feel like a hooker, it's a good yeah, sign. Yeah, it's a good sign. All people right. really love it. Um, she says right now, the last two days, she's had her best service and her best retail ever. Okay, so now she has a relatively newer salon, so she doesn't have ten years of experience. But Wait, she's still- I guess she put this cute little picture here. That's so, cute. So yeah. anyhow, she's um, doing really well. And so uh, that's another good news. Someone who's really busy. All right, another person. Let's go here. Um, this is from Bailey. This is my only one that was not as positive. It wasn't negative, but she says, yes, she's having some hard time rebooking clients. Mm. I think the reason is because some people are still scared and some have lost their income and are not just spending money. So mm. it is feasible. It, it is depends feasible. on who what, who you built your clientele. And your area? It depends and on your area. your clientele? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to guess Vegas. We, we projected. We'll see. We'll talk to Jasmine. We'll talk to Mike and Sean over at, at Live Bay and um, Molly, Molly and all Molly. that. We'll find out soon. And Stephen, um, um, Beauty by Boys, all that. We'll, we'll find out the story from them soon when Vegas is open. we thought that because Vegas is like um, travel and event space. Yeah. And, and uh, events it, aren't going to be coming back anytime soon. Like no events 
anywhere in the country, maybe the rest of this year, at least into the fall sometimes. So with that happening, that's really going to hurt Vegas, which may hurt the income. A lot of people might be suffering. And because it's such a service-driven industry, a lot of their clients work as service providers and stuff. So they may not, they may see a dip, some of them. That's one area where I'd say, hey, you need to be aware of your situation and your economy, what's built around. We live next to San Marino. So San Marino is the Beverly Hills of our area. It's extremely rich, very well off, very affluent. And so these people are not the ones who've been suffering through the COVID crisis, unfortunately. Not unfortunately. I guess that's good news. You don't want everyone suffering, but they have not suffered like other people have. So it just depends. So in this case, for Bailey, it sounds like in her area, people maybe are not as well. Or one other thing too, maybe, Bailey, I don't know about your situation, maybe aimed at the clientele that is maybe more, is younger, like yeah. if you go for twenty something, there are other factors there. Yeah, it's the dig- are they able to um, afford? Are they younger? Yeah. Are they older? You know, we always encourage people to go for like the forty to sixty year old crowd that have affluence, who have money, who have means, because they're less likely to flake, less likely to cancel mm-hmm. on you, less likely to cause trouble. They're the ones that you can build a business, yeah. a reliable business. And they're on. Not, now, of course, this crowd isn't as big on volume and this on crowd over the is top not, lashes. I mean. This crowd actually makes you develop your work so that it's a little bit more subtle because that demographic doesn't necessarily need to be um, doesn't want to be uh, looking like she's twenty. It's kind of like in the hair world. You got the people who do all the, the crazy hair, the but the colors. real money. Every stylist I've talked to, who's not like a celebrity main name stars, but just regular hairstylist I've talked to, says the money's in the gray roots. <laughs> That's where all the money is. Making people look like they still have natural brown hair, natural blonde hair, whatever their hair is, or just making slight adjustments. They're not getting a lot of money from the unicorn hair. Like, How many people walk around with unicorn hair do you see? Not that many. It's I mean, 20-somethings, but outside that, not a lot of money. And same thing in lashes, guys. Most of the money is going to be in classic, and it's going to be in the, um, or the hybrid lashes. That's where the real sweet spot is. If you follow the Bella Lash um, thing from January this year, they posted that they told you that like 80 some percent of people want natural looking lashes 80 percent see so the thing that how i built my business i'm i'm really known for a very authentic looking lash um a, a very long lasting and when people come in i mean he screens them on the phone just to make sure it's kind of the right client because um my sweet spot is that authentic look so i might say you know it's you're not you're not gonna um I forgot my point. My point was that you're not going to... You're going to get what you tracked. And if you're only posting volume look on your page and you're only getting young 20-year-olds into your salon, you might struggle a little bit more right now. So this might be the time to repivot and remarket yourself and say, no, I'm going to get some models in who are older. I'm going to try to get a little older crowd. And I'm going to do more natural sets. Do both. Do volume and natural. So your breath and and your gifting, you can do everything. So, yeah, make sure that you have... Go through your work and look at some of the older clients that you have. Put, put Put them on your website because what that demographic does will look for somebody who does that age because they if you don't have any examples of it they're going to think that you can't do it oh the point is that i use that was my point my point is that i say to people you can get the longest lashes the craziest volume anywhere else yeah what i do is subtlety and you won't be able to get that anywhere but here yeah subtlety yeah and people most people especially people of means really are about status they're not about walking around with the fakest look the fakest boobs the fakest hair the fakest 
lashes. They want to just look naturally beautiful. And then everyone wonders if they got any work done. So anyhow, that said, she also went on to say that um, the, some of the clients are scared. And that's probably true. And that's where you really need to do change your marketing to let people know that you're taking all these extra measures to take care of people, that you're trying to make sure that this is the safest experience possible that you can do, share your pro policy, share your procedures. And that way you can calm some of those fears. We've A couple of people I've talked to have made videos that they sent out to their base, which they said was a lot of fun and they are actually really grateful and they actually helped their clients feel like a little preview of what they should see. So if they see, they have those fears and they see all these measures you're doing, you're going to assure that you're going to be taking care of them well. So that's something you might be looking into doing too, Bailey. Um, she goes on and says her health department sent a 56 page set of rules and regulations that she, and that they said they're going to be doing inspections weekly. I have no idea where you live, but in California, we found we have two inspectors in LA County and we have like over 10 million people live here. So we don't ever worry about inspections, but sounds like you must live in a smaller community, which is great, I guess. So that's a lot of rules, 56 pages of rules. Crazy. Now she says the worst part for her is that she has to micromanage the people um, with taking the temperatures while asking them if they're sick. Yeah, that's been hard for her. Um, so she's been out for almost a month now and she feels a little bit, bit better and not so nervous. And then she says, um, another positive thing is I'm no longer working six days a week, 10 hours a day. I have a limited schedule and my clients have been able to and, and make my schedule work. So she's pulled back. It sounds like she got in early, worked really hard, which sounds interesting. Like if you're working six days, 10 hour days, sounds like you're busy. So, um, so that's good news. Well, maybe not some of your clients were tentative about coming back. Sound like you had enough to keep your books full. So that's good news. So, um, that was the only one that had anything negative guys of, of like 10. So we'll say 10% we're sort of negative, not even negative, just like really honest. And everyone else has been like, guys, it's been crazy. I've got a few more and we only got a few more minutes here and then we'll let this close up for this, uh, this session. Um, at first it says, I was super worried about, um, losing clients, but instead of worrying all the time, I took this free time to get myself learning new techniques. She's still, she's in Mexico city. This is, uh, Lorena. And she basically said that she's taking this time to learn some new techniques, henna, volume. Um, she basically learned all these new techniques and she's redid her website or re redid her social media. And she's also studying psychology, she said. So she really hopes to incorporate psychology into what she does last week, which, man, that's a perfect combination because we're all psychologists by accident. We just became psychologists when we started doing lashes. So um, that's Lorena. She um, is still close. So she's just saying what she's doing while she's waiting. Good for you. Amy Chow um, shared that she is a fairly new lash artist and wasn't too busy. She lives in, in Toronto. Toronto. And she says, I was worried about the virus. Part of me wants to stay closed for a little longer. By the way, if you're not ready to open, you have the full, our full blessing. blessing to stay. You know, if you need an extra week, take the extra week. You know, even if your clients say, I want to come in, you can open. Come on. If you're like, I need more time, whether you're getting warmed up, where you need to get more protocols in place, where want to make sure you're really prepared to open to do this right. Take the time, protect yourself. It's going to make you be more calm, less stress, and less worry. And that really, in the end, you're doing this for yourself. So don't worry about it if you need a little bit more time. When I reopen, I'll be keeping my prices the same, and but discounts only for my loyal clients. And I want to say to that, Amy, thanks for sharing that. Don't even discount the loyal clients. If you have demand, there's no reason to discount anyone. See, we have the, the problem. We think of them like we're friends, like they're girlfriends. Yeah. And we have that relationship when they come in because we really, really love them. But... They're not. They're not our friends, right? I mean, we enjoy them, but they come to us for the service. Um, so 
be careful teasing that apart. Yeah. I mean, and don't be afraid to say this is a business. You know what I mean? Our last one, Amanda, she says that they're opening on May 19th, so very soon. Mm-hmm. And she basically says um, she's not taking any clients next. Okay, um, she's going to wait a little bit. It says she has no trouble rebooking clients. All my okay. clients are waited and waiting for me are all booking, and I'm even getting a few new clients. That's so the, there are people finding, this. they're looking. They're, again, people want to treat themselves. They've been in quarantine for two months. They're ready to splurge. And some of them, because they've not lost any money, guys, they've been working at home. They have two months of savings, guys. If anything, they're going to go on a buying spree and go crazy. So don't worry about it. Um, I think I, I will. Part of the reason why she thinks she did okay with this because she kept posting on Instagram, on Facebook, and kept engaging with people. No one forgot about her. She says this, and I'm going to say, please don't do this. I am giving a discount to my record clients that, who had appointments in March and April, and that's because they were canceled by COVID. I understand there's nice, good thoughts there, but again, um, you. Don't need if if everyone's coming and everyone's booking. There's no need for discounting. You're you're hurting yourself financially when you have people lining up around the block. Imagine Apple computers opens a new a new computer comes out, and they have people like the old days with the iPhone. People lined up around the block to come into this um, and buy the new iPhone. And all of a sudden, Apple's inside the store and they're going, you know what? Maybe we should discount this. Maybe we should just give a discount. That's stupid. No one would be okay, thinking. We got like, people lined up around the block to come in. It's like Chanel or Louis Vuitton offering a coupon. Why would they do that? They don't need to. <laughs> you know, everybody no. wants it. Exactly. Everyone wants it. So she just wants to encourage everyone. You don't need to worry. You won't have any time finding booking your clients. It's going to be all good. So thank you. That's all the people. I want to announce our winner right now before we run out of time because we're about to run out of time in the next couple minutes. And so I drew one randomly from the sheets of paper. And so our winner of our $50 gift card, because we're giving like $50, guys, to those of you who submitted um, and we read some of your stories here today. One of you said would win the $50 Amazon gift card. And that person is going to be Tossie. Rebecca Jones. Rebecca, Rebecca Jones, Jones of, is it South Carolina? Yes, owner of Simply Smitten Beauty Bar in South Carolina. Yes, and she is, uh, in, yeah, Charleston, South Charleston, Carolina. Charleston, South so Carolina. Congratulations, Because you emailed me, I will be able to send you an email via, or the gift card via email from Amazon. I'll do that later tonight. Uh, we have, do we have a question here from Beauty Creator? She says, Fools just did that when the new Jordans came out a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it just... Don't discount, Don't guys. Discount. If you get anything from this whole thing, I mean, the only reason why you would discount is if you call people, and let's say you call your 80 clients and they don't book. <laughs> okay. And then you're like, huh, maybe I need to give them an incentive, but you're going to be surprised. They've been home for two months. They're all dying to see you. They can't wait. And then one, a few, the handful that don't want the price increase, you know what? Let them go find someone else. You don't need them. And new people who never knew that your prices before and will come and book with you and you will oh, do Julie just Christie. fine. This is time for you guys. Oh, your costs went up. Most of you are spending more money either because you took a PPP loan or you t- or have extended times or you are doing, um, had all those new supplies you had to buy. Your costs went up. No one in the business world increases their expenses and then keeps their, their pricing the same. Everyone raises the prices when their costs go up. Everyone, only us in the beauty industry, do we feel like we're doing something evil to take care of ourselves and pay ourselves and cover our costs. We're, we have to apologize. I'm so sorry. I still need to eat. 
and I still need to take pay for my kids' schooling, and I still have to do this and that. I'm so sorry. I'm such a selfish, horrible person that I raised my prices to take care of, of my extra costs. So guys, don't worry about it. Don't fret about it. I think this is the best news I've heard in quite a while. And by the way, I've been following a lot of hair salons and reading the same stories over and over and over. People are swarming in the hair salons. People can't wait to get their service done. We just want to look pretty and feel normal again, don't we? I yes. mean, I do. I do too. And by the way, I do feel pretty now because I have so my lashes. Pretty. I do. I feel you pretty. Feel like a pretty girl. So I got my lashes. Hey guys, thank you so much for this. Please share this with your friends. And we're going to be doing. We are doing a for giveaway sure. right now. So right now, go to their page. Um, download our free playbook on how to reopen your salon. It's in the link in the bio. And then re- follow the directions on our post from yesterday. And we'll do another one. If you follow that, we're going to be giving away over $300 in free goodies of swag from our last cruise that never happened, as well yeah, as LashCon. good goodies. There's like a ton of great stuff. Generous sponsors. Very generous sponsors. And so you guys, Can this I is show? your chance. Oh, no, we don't have time. Yeah, I don't have time. So that all said, you want to jump in on this and um, and. Promoted. So By the way, we are. But this is one of the things. This is what last, yeah, last. This is um, what Sugar Lash Pro is giving away. Yeah, it's like a knockoff Dyson fan. Fan. It's really good quality too. It's yeah. Super amazing, cool. amazing. I mean, ooh, you can't see it, but it's yeah. actually it's working. blowing my it's, non-existent hair. Yeah. All right, yeah. So anyhow, guys, thanks so much. We will see you again next week. We're going to do this pretty much once a week on Thursdays at 6 o'clock for now. It may change as we all begin to open and things evolve. But please follow us on our podcast and share it with your friends. We're going to be doing some giveaways on there. We're going to be giving away um, some goodies, some more goodies there too. So be watching out for that. Please um, share it with your friends, post, you know, all that stuff they say you're supposed to do at the end of the podcast. Anyhow, guys, thanks so much. And we will see you again next week. Take care.